0: Hello again, everyone. Welcome to Kicks and Dribbles. I'm Dan McClay, the weekly show where we talk about world football. And yes, we've got some world football to talk about. Thank goodness this pandemic has finally uh, gotten to the point where we can actually play some soccer around the world, even though we can't have fans in the stands, which kind of uh, makes the atmosphere a little less uh, exciting, you might say. But uh, we're still talking about world football. We've got things going on, so let's get right to it. First breaking news, Manchester City has uh, won their appeal to play in Champions League competition. You remember, they were originally uh, banned for a year because of irregularities with their booking system. However, uh, an appeal has been filed, and it was went through the court system, and uh, apparently they put up a pretty good argument. So their appeal has been uh, honored, and so they will be able to go and continue to play on in Champions League competition. Now, speaking of Champions League, we're getting very, very close to the uh, time when we're going to get this Champions League for this year figured out. Uh, they had the draw on Friday, and this is the way it came out. The round of 16, second leg, will be on the 7th of August. Uh, the first game will be Man City and Real Madrid playing at Man City there in Manchester. Now, City is up 2-1 in that uh, in that series on aggregate. But I'll tell you what, Man City is very good at home. Real Madrid's going to have their work cut out for them, and Sedane's going to have to come out with a uh, lineup that's going to have some potency to it because Man City is very good in their own uh, uh, digs. And so I really anticipate a great game here. That's the 7th of August, Man City-Real Madrid, with Real Madrid needing at least a couple of goals right in the first half to get back into that uh, series. Okay, the other game on the 7th, is going to be Juventus and Lyon. That will be played at Juventus in Turin. Uh, Lyon is up in that series 1-0, but I don't see that holding up because Juventus, again, plays very well in their home stadium. And the fans in Turin will be around the stadium to cheer on their team. So, Juventus-Leon on the 7th as well. Leon up 1-0 in that series in aggregate goals. Now, on the 8th, this again, this is the second leg of this round of 16 that they're completing. And on the 8th of August, you've got Barcelona and Napoli playing at Barcelona. That series is 1-1. I look for a great game at Barcelona uh, with Napoli. Napoli uh, really has stepped up their game. They're looking very well in the uh in, La Le- in La Serie A, rather. And uh, Barcelona, well, Barcelona's had some troubles coming out after the pandemic break. So Barcelona and Napoli, 1-1. Let's see what happens on the eighth in that uh, game. Bayern Munich and Chelsea is the other game on the eighth. Bayern Munich is up three goals to nil in that on the aggregate, and they're playing at Bayern Munich. So Chelsea's going to have to look for a miracle. Frank Lampard's going to have to bring the uh, extra great offense down to Bayern Munich in order to make that one work somehow. But anyway, uh, those are the games uh, coming up. So on the 7th of August, Man City, Real Madrid at City, Juventus and Lyon at Juventus. On the 8th, Napoli and Barcelona at Barcelona, Chelsea, Bayern Munich at Bayern Munich. Then on the 15th, this is the way it breaks down for the round of eight. It'll be either Real Madrid or Man City against Lyon or Juventus, and then Leipzig against Atletico Madrid. That'll be on the 13th. Real Madrid-Man City would be on the 15th. Then on the 14th, you've got Napoli or Barcelona playing Chelsea or Bayern Munich. And on the 12th, you would have PSG playing Atalanta at Atalanta. Okay. Now, now these games uh, on the uh, round of eight would be Estadio Jose Alvalde there in uh, Lisbon or Estadio Lisboa e Benfica there in Lisbon as well. Again, muito obrigado a los portugueses for uh, coming uh, stepping forward in helping uh, Champions League uh, complete out this uh, this series. So uh, that would be the round of eight coming up. And then after that, after the 15th, we would have um, the round of four, of the quarter, the, the semifinals, and then down to the finals. So we'll see what happens. But again, it's all going to start up on the seventh with the second leg of the round of 16 in the Europa League. Can't forget about them. They're just as important. Quarterfinals will be coming up. you got Shakhtar Donetsk going against Basel on the 6th, and that'll be in Basel. Wolfsburg will be going against Frankfurt, and that'll be in Wolfsburg on the 5th. Um, then you would have Man United playing Copenhagen on the 5th uh, in Copenhagen. And then you would have LASK going against Istanbul, Bakas here, and that would be on the 5th as well, but that would be at LASK. On the 5th, Inter Milan going against Leverkusen, and then on the 6th, you'd have Hitafi, playing against Rangers, and that game would be in Gelsenkirchen, Germany. Wolverhampton playing Roma on the 6th. That would be at Wolves. And then Olympiacos would play Sevilla at Olympiacos. That, I'm sorry, Olympiacos Sevilla would be moved to MSV Arena in Duisburg, Germany. So that's the way um, the Europa League would uh, would uh, shape up in the next round. And then the 8-10 eight, uh, eight, and 8-11, August 10th and 11th, you would have the quarterfinals from those games. So some good uh, matchups there in the Europa League. I like Wolfsburg and Frankfurt. That's a good matchup right there because it's Bundesliga and a little bit of pride on the line there. Um, you've also got uh, Man United and Copenhagen. Now, these are two very good teams. Now, Man United, we all know about. Old Gunner's doing a great job there. He's got the team playing well. I know some of the fans are a little disgruntled over the way Man United has uh, come up in the standings or come down in the standings however you want to look at it. But Gunnar's doing a good job. He's working with uh, with the personnel, and he's got them uh, thinking very well and playing some good football. But I'll tell you what: watch this Copenhagen team. They're, they're they're a team that's under the radar in European football. They play in a in a good league. That that Danish league is very very good. It's it's very solid, and Copenhagen's got some good players. So keep your eye out on that Copenhagen team. They could give Man United a surprise. Now I also like and Rangers. Hatafi, the team, the other the third team in Madrid, uh, they're they're very good. They've, they've been a surprise this year in La Liga, and they look really good. Rangers is Rangers. I mean, they haven't played for a while, but you know they're they're just licking their lips to get out on the field and do some competition. And winning uh, Europa League would probably be high on their list for uh, to make the season just seem a little bit better. So uh, Rangers Hatafi is going to be on the uh, sixth. That would be a very good uh, matchup indeed. I also like Wolverhampton and Roma. These are two excellent, te- very well coached teams, and Roma uh, is looking uh, hungry right now to make make some noise because they uh, they kind of had a flat uh, kind of had a flat appearance in uh, in Serie A. The fans are not happy with the way they did it because Lazio finished you know, higher than they did in the standings, at least at this point. But it would take a minor miracle to get Roma up above Lazio in the standings at this point. So Roma's looking to make some noise. And I imagine they're going to come out um, pretty hungry against the Wolves. Now, Wolverhampton is coached by you know, coached very well by Danino De, De Santos. And uh, they're going to play at Molino Stadium, which is Wolves' home ground. But I like Roma. Roma's a good team. Uh, we should see a good game there. So again, that's the Europa League breakdown. For um, for that. Okay, very good. Let's get to some scores now from the following, from the past week rather. Uh, beginning on Wednesday, Man City played Newcastle at Man City. This was on Wednesday the eighth, and uh, I don't know what happened to the Magpies. Maybe they had a bad trip going over to Man City. Of course, it's not that far; it's just going across the uh, top of the British uh, of England that is. And uh, I don't know what happened. They lost their offense along the way, but Man City won five nothing over Newcastle in that game. Sheffield United shut out Wolves 1-0 at Sheffield. And it was Burnley shutting out West Ham 1-0 at West Ham. David Moyes took an embarrassment there on that one. So uh, that was not good for him. Uh, Just a a very embarrassing defeat there. Uh, Also on Wednesday, Liverpool played Brighton. And um, not much of a game, really. Liverpool winning 3-1. Jurgen Klopp was pretty liberal with the uh, substitutions. In La Liga on that Wednesday, the 8th, uh, Villarreal traveled to Madrid to play Hatafi, and Villarreal uh, played very well, 3-1 win there. It was Real Betis at home against Osasuna, and Real Betis winning in Sevilla 3-0. Then Barcelona, hosting Espanol, win the Barcelona Derby, as they call it. Uh, of course, Barcelona at the top, Espanol at the bottom. Uh, Barcelona uh, did what they had to do really basically just, you know, did some passing and moved the ball around. And Espanyol uh, tried to you know, be creative a little bit. But in the end, uh, Barcelona ended up with a 1-0 win over Espanyol. In Serie A on that Wednesday the 8th, it was Fiorentina and Cagliari drawing 0-0 at Fiorentina. It was Napoli going to Genoa and winning 2-1. Brescia going on the road to Torino and losing 3-1. Roma at home against Parma, winning 2-1. Big win there for Roma. It was Atalanta at home against Sampdoria with a 2-0 win, and Bologna uh, losing at home to Sassoulo. Uh, That was a 2-1 win for Sassoulo. That was on Wednesday the 8th. In Copapur, Mexico, uh, there on the 8th, uh, Cruz Azul was at home there in Mexico City against Toluca. That was a 1-0 win for Cruz Azul, and Chivas was home at Guadalajara against Tigres from Monterrey, And my goodness, this doesn't happen very often. Chivas got shut out at home. Tigres two, Chivas nothing. In MLS competition on Wednesday the 8th, Orlando City beat Inter-Miami 2-1. That was the first game of the uh, MLS We're Back uh, series that is being shown on ESPN every night. And also during the morning hours, there is one game played every morning very early in order to uh, beat the Heat. I understand that all these leagues and all these competitions are having hydration breaks uh, one each during each half uh, because the the heat, you know obviously is just so intense. Um, many of these teams are not used to playing in, at this late in the summer because they're usually in the all season at this point. So uh, so they're all having hydration breaks. and uh, for most part the competition's been pretty good, but uh, you can tell that the the heat is wearing on some of these people, especially the European players because they're playing like two and three games a week to get these leagues finished up. All right, on Thursday, the ninth EPL action. Tottenham went to Bournemouth, and Bournemouth played a great game against Tottenham, very strategic game, and they came out with a 0-0 draw, which was a big draw for Bournemouth, big one point there. Southampton went to Everton. That was a 1-1 game there. Manchester United went to Villa, and that was a 3-0 win for Manchester United. La Liga on the 9th. Leganés went to Eibar. That was a 0-0 draw. Levante went to Mallorca, 2-0 win there for Mallorca. And Atletico Bilbao up north at home lost to Sevilla. Sevilla is showing how great they are, not only at home, but also on the road. Anytime you go into Atletico Bilbao up there in northern Spain and pull out a win, (laughs) that's a major victory indeed. Sevilla winning 2-1 there at Atletico Bilbao. MLS action on the 9th, the Thursday, uh, Philadelphia Union, they played in the morning against NYFC, and Union came out 1-0 win there. Uh, And In the evening games, you had New England shutting out Montreal 1-0, and then the Dallas-Vancouver Whitecaps game was canceled because Dallas has pulled out of the competition due to COVID-19 problems. Now, on Friday the 10th, they had that draw, which we just went over with Champions League and Europa League. Um, And then uh, MLS action on Friday um, saw Seattle and San Jose Earthquakes drawing in that competition. Okay, then moving on. On Saturday the 11th, we had a full slate. Uh, EPL Norwich, uh, shut out by West Ham four 0 This was quite a game. Michael Antonio is the guy go-to guy that David Moyes has got out front. And let me tell you what, this Englander is something to watch. He's big. He's strong. He moves very well with the ball. He knows how to get an open position. He not only netted a hat trick, he netted a hat trick plus one. That's right. He got all four goals for West Ham in that game. Uh, West Ham coming out with a 4-0 win over Norwich on Saturday. Newcastle was on the road to Watford, and Watford won 2-1. Burnley was on the road to Liverpool, and Burnley pulls out a 1-1 draw at Liverpool. Very, very well done. Burnley currently in ninth place in the table in the EPL. Uh, Very good setting for them. Uh, Chelsea on the road to Sheffield United. Now, I'll tell you what, we don't talk enough about Sheffield United. Here's a team with a very limited payroll, a team that you don't hear much about, a team that just kind of goes on and does its thing, but they are very, very quietly making a name for themselves in the EPL. Now, listen, you're talking one of the top leagues in the world. This is a team that's in the top 10 right now. They're currently sixth in the table in the EPL, Sheffield United. Okay, the coach, Chris Wilder, man, has done an amazing job. At uh, Sheffield United, he has got them playing smart football. He, they pass well. They do the inside-out uh, pass uh, very well through the midfield. They are just really fun to watch. Sheffield United three Chelsea nil. Uh, I'm sure Frank Lampard scratching his head, like wondering like what happened. Okay, so that was on Saturday. Sheffield United pulling off a, a a shocker there. Man City went to Brighton on Saturday the 11th, and there was no surprise there. Man City winning five to nil. Okay, on Saturday, also in La Liga, we had Osasuna hosting Celta de Vigo and winning that game two to one. It was uh, Real Valladolid um, losing to Barcelona at home. Barcelona escaping with a one nothing win there. Serie A, Lazio uh, lost to Sassuolo. This was kind of a shocker. Lazio usually plays well at home, and Sassuolo came in there. This is another team in the Italian league that has been moving up very quietly through the standings, and they are making a name for themselves as well. Sassuolo 2, Lazio 1. This was on, the, on Saturday, the 11th. Roma went to Brescia, did what they had to do, and showed that they are the dominant team. Roma 3, Brescia 0. Atalanta and Juventus played up in Turin. Juventus, My goodness, what happened here? Atalanta showed them that Atalanta is for real, okay? This team is a good team. They play hard. And it doesn't matter who they're up against. They're going to give you a game until 90-plus minutes. Atalanta 2, Juventus 2 in that game. So Juventus only gets a point at home against Atalanta. In the Copa Mexico on Saturday the 11th, Chivas beat Mazatlan from the second division 3-1. to It was America losing. Yes, and uh, to Cruz Azul, 4-1. to one. Now, that game was not played at Azteca. That game was played in the Estadio uh, Olimpico down there on the south side of Mexico City. Uh, Cruz Azul came out in the second half with all kinds of offense, and America didn't know how to handle it. Cruz Azul winning 4-1 to one Copa Mexico that round. In MLS action on Saturday the 11th, New York Red Bulls won Atlanta nothing, and Columbus beat Cincinnati in the Ohio rivalry uh, being held there in uh, in Orlando, Florida. It was Columbus 4, Cincinnati nothing in MLS. Copa action there in Orlando. And then on Sunday, 7-12, uh, uh, that was uh, just, just a couple of days ago, you have Wolverhampton in the EPL shutting out Everton 3-0 at Wolverhampton. You had Aston Villa shutting out Crystal Palace 2-0, Aston Villa playing at home, and Tottenham beating Arsenal 2-1 in a game of storied franchises Burnmouth beat Leicester City. And I mean, put a whooping on them. I don't know what happened here with the Foxes, but they went into Burnmouth and came out of there with their tails between their legs. Okay, Burnmouth four, Leicester City one. EPL action on Sunday. In La Liga, Ibar goes to Espanol in uh, in Barcelona rather and lose and w- rather wins two nil. Atlético Bilbao goes on the road to Levante, wins two to one. Valencia goes to Leganés and Leganese holds serve at home one nil. Mallorca on the road to Sevilla, 2-0. They lose. Now, when Mallorca goes on the road, I can understand them losing because when you play in a stadium as beautiful as Mallorca's stadium, sitting right there on the ocean, how are you going to play well on the road, right? So you go to Sevilla and you're kind of you know maybe distracted because you know, you're know you not playing by the ocean. Sevilla wins 2-0 over Mallorca on Sunday. In Serie A action, SPAL went to Genoa, lost 2-0. Bologna goes to Parma. Draws 2-2, an important point on the road there for Parma, or rather for Bologna on the road. Verona goes to Fiorentina, 1-1 draw there. Lecce goes to Cagliari, 0-0 draw there, but an important point for Lecce. Sampdoria goes to Udinese, 3-1 win for Sampdoria on the road. And Napoli hosted AC Milan at home. Now, to say that this is a grudge match would be an understatement. Because when Napoli and either of the Milan teams, Inter or AC, come down to Napoli, that town comes to an absolute grinding halt, okay? This is is a game that everybody takes pride in, and the Napoli people need to win, okay? And Napoli gets a little upset when they don't win. Well, at least they got a point out of this. Napoli and AC Milan on Sunday played to a 2-2 draw. In Copa Mexico on Sunday, it was Atlas and Tigres tying 2-2, and Pumas and Toluca at Pumas, and and Pumas plays in the uh, Estadio Olimpico there on the south side of Mexico City. Uh, They hosted Toluca, and that was a 0-0 draw. MLS action on Sunday. It was Minnesota winning a heart-stopping game against Kansas City there in Orlando. That game went almost to the absolute last second, Minnesota winning 2-1. And Salt Lake City defeating Colorado Rapids 2-0 in the other game Sunday at MLS Cup there in Orlando. Now on Monday in EPL action, Man United went on uh, rather was at home against Southampton and was able to manage a draw 2-2. In La Liga action, Deportivo Alaves and Hetafe tied 0-0 at Alaves. Real Sociedad went on the road to Villarreal 1-2 to 1. Real Madrid showing that why they're at the top, they uh, won at Granada 2-1. And then in Serie A action, Inter Milan at home hosting Torino and coming away with a 3-1 win there in that that game. Now, looking at the standings real quick of La Liga and Serie A, a couple of changes that are kind of interesting. Real Madrid continues to lead Barcelona by 4 points, 83-79, to with Atletico Madrid in third at 66. Sevilla is right there tied with Atletico Madrid at 66 points, so you've got a tie for third place there in La Liga. Now, over in Serie A, You've got Juventus still in front with 76 points, Lazio at 68, but Inter Milan is right there on Lazio's heels at 68 points as well. Atalanta, I keep talking about them. This is a team that's for real. Atalanta's in fourth place, one point behind Inter at 67, nipping on their heels. And then there's this gap, and then Roma, a 13-point gap as a matter of fact. Roma's in fifth place at 54 points with Napoli right behind them at 52 and uh, AC Milan at 50. Now, at the bottom of the uh, EPL, of course, you know, we know Liverpool has already won the EPL uh, down, you know, over, over and done with. But you've got three other teams that are down at the bottom and they're trying to uh, survive uh, getting relegated. Well, not looking real good at this point. Bournemouth, Aston Villa, and Norwich in that order uh, are sitting there at the bottom of the EPL. And hopefully, uh, maybe Bournemouth has got the best shot of maybe coming up out of the. Uh, bottom three. Now, David Moyes, as I keep telling you, got hired at West Ham United to keep that team out of relegation. He's got them six points clear at this point. Of course, that big win over Chelsea he had last week uh, really helped that situation, but it didn't help to lose to a team like Burnman. So uh, it it was kind of a a flip-flop there as far as those points, but David's got them six points clear of uh, of the bottom, and so hopefully the Hammers can uh, stay in um, in the EPL, and then start over fresh when the new season begins. So again, Burnmouth, Astonville, and Norwich. Looks like Norwich for sure is going to go back down uh, when the new season starts. So that's kind of a shame. You don't like to see teams relegated, but maybe for Norwich it would help uh, maybe get you know things uh, readjusted, kind of look back, step back, take a, make some changes, and get this team recalibrated so that maybe they can uh, come back into the EPL and make a better uh, showing of themselves. So that's the way it looks at the bottom of the EPL. Now there were some changes in the standings in Serie A uh, in the eighth, ninth, and tenth positions. Sassuolo moved up two positions, like that. I tell you, Sassuolo is for real. Sassuolo moved up to eighth place. They're at 44 points. Then Verona dropped down one, and they're at 42. And then uh, Bologna dropped from ninth to tenth place, and they're at 42 points as well. Cagliari right behind them at 41, with Parma behind them at 40. So uh, there's a little bit of movement in the middle of the table of Serie A. The end of the season is, uh, is going to be exciting when it comes to City A and La Liga, that's for sure, because we've got some teams that are fighting to uh, make, theirs, uh, make their name and uh, make themselves uh, known in the, in those leagues. Well, very good. That's going to do it for Kicks and Dribbles. Thanks so much for tuning in. I'm Dan McClay. We always enjoy talking about uh, world football here uh, once a week on Tuesdays. Uh, Lauren McClay is the uh, producer of the show. She does a great job, along with John Dang, who handles the sound. And DC McClay is in our ideas department. Very good. Y'all have a good week, please. Now, wash your hands, social distance, six feet, okay? Let's defeat this pandemic, whatever it is, whatever it's called, together. Let's get rid of this thing, okay? So wash your hands, social distance, and let's let's just let's, uh, you know, do our thing to, to work together to get this thing off you know, over and done with so that we can get fans back in the stadiums at these matches. And whatever you do, please don't let your life have too many yellow cards.